0: He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice. So He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for He has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. glad. I will rejoice for He has made me glad. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad.
1: This is the day that the Lord has made. We can certainly rejoice and be glad in it. Mighty God. God is wonderful. Have you told him he's wonderful today? Have you told him how much you appreciate him today? Certainly, thank God for each of you that have joined in. Thank you for listening to SML. That is Inside the Pages, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Today is November 16th, 2021, and this is Pastor Carl Henderson. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m., and Thursday's Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful, we are bold, We are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. And certainly we're going to go into the word of God again. Thank each of you that are present, those that are listening near and far. And certainly we honor God for what he has done on this day. Now, maybe you're having a bad hair day, you know, or whatever may be uh, challenging. Remember, problems are not, they're not problems. They are challenges, and challenges are opportunities. For you to show up and show out, it's an opportunity for God to show up and show out as well. And so with that being said, let's go before the Lord in the word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your goodness, your grace. We thank you, Lord God, for waking us up this morning, for giving us the activity of our limbs, allowing us, Lord God, this opportunity, breathe and to exhale a praise unto you, to give you glory, Lord God, and to overcome evil with good, Lord Jesus, as we seek your face, as we call out unto you, Lord God, we pray and ask that you remember those that are sick in their body, touch them, Lord God, from, uh, you are the healer, you can send your word, Lord God, Lord Jesus, remember, Lord God, those that are shut in, they cannot, Lord Jesus, For Obvious and for different reasons, Lord God, but you know and understand and their heart desire. Bless them because their desire is to be in your service. Their desire is to listen in, Lord God, and to be nurtured by your word. Lord God, we pray and ask that you remember those, Lord God, that are dealing with finances, Lord God. Lord Jesus, those that are in relationship issues, Lord God, you understand all of this. Lord, I ask that you remember the bereaved family, those that have lost loved ones. Lord, comfort their hearts, Lord, only as you can do. Word at the mouth of those that are around them and their actions as well. Lord, I will continue to give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. We're in the book of Daniel um, this evening, that is, and we're going uh, into the third chapter, beginning at the 19th verse. And recapping, Nebuchadnezzar had given a command for everyone to fall down and worship the image he created at the sound of uh, the the musicians. Now remember, he asked the uh, children of uh, Judah, uh, "Didn't you hear the sound of the, cl- uh, the the trumpet? Didn't you hear the sound of the flute, the harp, the?" Sapbuck, the Sultry, the, the Dew Climber, and all kind of music. You know, I don't know what it sounded like, but just in my mind and, and just to, to paint that picture, you know, uh, they were instructed that when they heard it, when they heard all kind of music, uh, that they were given uh, what they were supposed to do without any, any excuses, they were supposed to just surrender, just bow down and yield themselves over. The king expected when they heard the sound that they would just yield themselves. says that Shadrach Meshach and Abednego refused to give in to the king's order like you they had already had they had a relationship with the true and living God you know it makes a difference in our actions and what we do because of the relationship that we have with God they said in their own way I'm sticking with the God I know and we'll keep God sovereign in our life. And so, you know, as I was thinking of this and we we have uh, gone through several lessons from the book of Daniel as we are plowing through this. And I want to remind you that you should be reading the book of Jeremiah as we are studying the book of Daniel because you'll come to an understanding of why they were in captivity. And so uh, they had already taken a stand early on in their life that they, would, they refused the king's meat, they refused to uh, give in and to partake of the king's wine, and so they consecrated themselves early on. And here it is, they're making a statement again, I'm sticking with the God I know. You know, and so we're gonna take this series as we continue to teach through the book of Daniel on Tuesdays, that I'm sticking with the God I know. We, we're just gonna theme it as that, Uh, Because that's what we find them doing throughout the entire book, sticking with the God that they know. And so the Bible says at the 19th verse, then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury and the form of his uh, vestige was changed against Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. So they had a particular uh, he had a particular respect for them. But at this point, he's now having an issue with them. Therefore, he spanked and commanded that they should heat the furnace seven times more than it ought to be heated. And so he was, he was used, to, uh, used to like them, but not now. Some people are good as long as you comply to their wants and desires. But when that changes, when you take a stand, maybe they tell, they're telling you to do something that you don't agree with, and you take a stand against that then it changes everything. But when the the thought, the suggestion, or the command violated the relationship with God, then there's an issue. You can comply with whatever rules that, that is given unto you, whether it's in school, at work, you know, obeying the laws of the land, which is certainly something we should, but anything that violates the relationship with God is an issue. And so the Bible says, and he commanded the most mighty man, he wanted the most valiant man, the most strongest man that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and to cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their clothes. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they took everything that they had as far as their, their clothing and stuff, and they used it as fuel. They tied them up in it, put their hats on them. Uh, put their coats on them, put their whatever they had and other garments the Bible says and were cast in the midst of the burning fiery furnace the king commanded not only to include uh, destruction of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego but the things they owned the king wanted the impact to be so great he wanted the impact their physical as well as all the spectators minds and emotions god bless you bless you and and uh, to impact all that was going to see this all that was listening and so we see Shadrach and meshach they already knew the consequences of the king's order just like you know just like i know that when you take a stand and you refuse to do what someone uh, you know you may get cursed out you may get physically abused you know because you took a stand for what was right you know let's be honest those things do happen there are people that have suffered and, and been persecuted for taking a stand for what was right and this was no different they were about to suffer but they did not care. The Bible says that in the 14th verse, Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, "Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, do you not serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now, if ye be ready, that at the, what time you hear the sound of the cornet, the the flute, the harp, the 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 psaltery, and the uh, dew climber and all kinds of music that you fall down and worship the image in which I've made well but if you worship not you shall be cast into the same hour not going to wait a day not going to postpone it but the same hour you're going to be cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace and who is but now this is where, where where some of us struggle who is the God that will deliver you Mm-hmm Who is the God that will deliver you out of my hand? Now, this is what the enemy says. Now, it doesn't matter who the enemy uses. This is what he's saying. You know, who is God? I don't see nobody here. I don't see nobody greater than I am. I'm in authority right now. I'm in your presence, and this is what I'm telling you to do. So who is that God that will deliver you out of my hands? I don't see nobody. Shadrach and Meshach already knew the consequences for defying the King of Kings. Now they knew the consequences of of defying Nebuchadnezzar. It was obvious he had already uh, lit the furnace and, and said, "If you don't bow down, you're going to be cast in there." But these young men knew the consequences of defying the King of Kings. Now remember, let's let's roll let's roll it back a little bit. Nebuchadnezzar had a vision, and in that vision he saw. A, a statue, uh, a head of gold. He saw the, the chest, the, the iron, the mix of clay, the, the brass. He saw all of this. And uh, and so these no one else can interpret what it meant. Daniel knew the death penalty that had been placed upon everyone. And he went to the king and said, give me a little time, and I, I'll tell you what it is. So then he went back to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they had prayer sought the lord god revealed it to daniel in a dream so they already knew the power of god and what nebuchadnezzar was saying they knew that the king of kings had control of it all how about you do you uh know the order that has been given by the king of kings uh, let's not defy his orders it's better to defy what someone what what a man or what a woman, what anyone else is telling you, but don't defy what God is saying. Do you consider the consequences of that? Remember, the consequence, our behavior is going to have some consequences. Amen. And so knowing sovereign God, having and nurturing a relationship with God, Shadrach and Meshach had the courage to answer the king. that they were not, uh, you know, they were respectful, they were, Wise advisors unto the king. God had blessed them and elevated them, but he just drew the line. There comes a point where the line is drawn. Uh, You know, sometimes people look at your weakness and, you know, uh, or the fact that you may be quiet, you may be uh, tempered, and take that as being weakness, but it's really strength. It's really power that is being harnessed. And so they took a stand at this point and said, Oh, king. We're not careful to answer thee in the matter. If so be, our God, whom we serve, we, we're serving God. There, there's Amen. God that we're serving. Amen. You know, we're not willing to change that. Uh, he's able to deliver us from the, uh, the fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O King. But if not, if not, I be it known unto you, King. And whomever it is that is asking and trying to insist that you go against God if he don't deliver us, we still won't bow down to your gods. nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. So remember, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego uh, had been given names after uh, the Chaldeans gods. So they understood, they had a very clear picture and understood the dynamics of what was going on in their community, the dynamics of what was going on with the entire nation. And so uh, uh, tonight, uh, how many of us is willing to say with that conviction, I'm sticking with the God that I know, I'm sticking with him. I'm not going to deviate. So the Bible says, therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, uh-huh, uh, he wanted to make them an example, and the furnace was exceedingly hot. The flames of the fire uh, was was such that it flew the men that took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego uh, to there to cast them in. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and fell down bound in the midst of the burning fiery furnace, you know, and, and so then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished. Now, I, I love this uh, here, the, the fact that these young men, because uh, they were not, uh, they were young, you know. Our teenagers and and children need to understand that serving God is not something that that once you, uh, when you get into your 30s and 40s, then you're going to serve. No, they need to understand now because uh, many of the people that we read about in the scripture were young and they served the Lord. They were determined. And so Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up in haste and said unto his counselors, did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto king, True, O king. And he answered and said, Lo, I see four men. And we put three in there, but I see four walking around in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt on them. They are not being consumed. They're not running around screaming, not tossing and turning like fish in hot grease. They are they are just walking around, and the form of the fourth one uh, is like that of the son of man. Amen. Now it's interesting because listen, Shadrach, Meshach had bowed down. If they had bowed down, listen, if they had bowed down at the sound of the instruments, we wouldn't be reading about this. Right. Oh, bless you, Lord God. Amen. If they had. If they were not uh, living a life that was safe, with sanctified conviction, then it would be a different story. Amen. I don't believe that Nebuchadnezzar would be astonished. He would not have been shocked. He would not have been surprised. He would not have been amazed at the revelation that came about if it had not been for someone taking a stand. Amen. That's what makes a difference. See, when we take that stand, and we live uh, regardless of what's going on, and we take that stand, it's going to make a difference in someone else's life. And, and that's what it's about. It's about making It's not just about me. You know, you, you've often heard me say, don't be selfish with your prayers. But it, it's, not just about, uh, it's not just about you. It's not just about me. But it's about others. Uh, that's why God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son to whosoever believed in him. Should Well, we are an extension of that. And being an extension of that, what we do impact others. It was because of their faithfulness. It was because of their unwavering, it, their solid commitment not to go to the left or to the right. That everyone, the king had this revelation. The Bible tells us in Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy, the, the fifth chapter, it says, oh, that there was such a heart in them. Mm. Amen. If there was such a heart in them, if there was such a heart in them, listen, your heart, God's looking at the heart. He's not looking at our, our, our actions. Our actions should be what the heart. And so whether we're in public, when we're in private, God is looking at the, all oh, that there was such a heart in them that they would fear me. So God's looking for a heart that will fear me, that that will honor Him, Amen. and keep all my commandments always. Amen. Bless your Lord. Amen. And keep up that it might be well with them. So so we can take from that by itself that if we keep all the commandments of the Lord, which is going to govern. Our day to day is going to cover is going to govern how we transact is going to cover what we do in relationship is going to cover all the things. Now, remember as that, that we're responsible for washing our own face. Uh, we're not responsible for making uh, forcing nobody else to do anything, but we're responsible because God said be willing. So when we willingly keep all the commandments, that's what he means by if there was such a heart in them that they would fear me and keep all my commandments, that it might be well with them and with their children forever. He said, go say to them, get me into thy tents again. And he's talking to Moses. Moses, go down here, tell the folks this. But as for thee, thou uh, here by me, you're in my presence, as the leader should be in the presence of God so that he can hear and receive what is needed for the people of God. And I will speak unto thee of all the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which thou shalt teach them that they may do them in the land which I give them to possess. You shall observe to do, therefore, as the Lord your God hath commanded you, you shall not turn, here we go, aside to the right hand or to the left. Now now remember on Sunday, we talked about uh, that God said in Jeremiah, he said, ask for the old path and and to walk in it you're going to see it you're going to look for it you're going to find it and you're going to walk in it. you shall walk in all the ways which the lord your god hath commanded you that ye may live and that it may be well with you and that ye may prolong your days in the land which you possess proverbs 4 25 27 says let thine eyes look right on so remember we're keeping the focus We're keeping the focus on the straight and narrow. And that's what Shadrach Meshach was doing. Their focus was on the old path. Their focus was on God. Their focus was on what they were doing for the Lord. They had a commitment unto him that they were refusing to break. Let thy eyes look right on. And let thy eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet. Think about it. When you get ready to go to the right, when you get ready to go to the left, when that thought hits your mind, think about it. And let all thy ways be established he said turn not to the right hand nor to the left remove thy foot from evil if you were going to step into it stop and and take a step back now we don't talk about taking steps back many times but this is one time you got to stop you got to take a step back go around it, jump over it but whatever you do avoid it amen the bible said avoid the very appearance of evil Oh, bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. We're to avoid the very appearance of it, which means we're thinking about what we're doing. We're thinking about it. Napkinesia. Then Napkinesia came near to the mouth of the burning, fiery furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth in the midst of the fire. They stepped out of it. Mm-hmm. Amen. And the princes and the governors and the captains and the king counselors being gathered together saw these men whom they bought us. They had not wilted. They had not withered. The fire had not no power over them, uh, nor uh, was a hair of their head singed. Neither were their coats changed nor the smell of fire passed upon them. Now, now this is not written in scripture. What I'm getting to say, please bear with me in my folly. Bear with me in my mind right now. The Bible says that our God is a mighty consuming fire. So God, their respect unto God, now you're looking at the miraculous. You're looking at the, the miracle of God that they were thrown in a natural element of fire that was consumed by our God. It's impossible to walk around without or to escape that fire without the elements of the fire itself being changed because the individuals that were in it had a wholeness unto God.
0: Amen.
1: Bless your Lord. And so our God is a mighty consuming fire. So even though they were in that fire, when he looked in, he saw one that looked like the son of God. That fire had been consumed by the power of God. And so, therefore, it had no uh, effect on them. Shadrach and Meshach had, uh, had been in hell on earth. That's, that's what we would call it. That was the intention of the king. The king's intention was to, uh, was to uh, Shadrach and Meshach to be served as the main court. You know, we, we, we've all seen in, you know, Hell's Kitchen and, you know, they were supposed to be the main course, but it backfired. The enemy will try to shake and bake, stir-fry you, roast you, deep fry you, place you in the oven, open flame in front of everyone. But I I heard, you know, the the saints of old, and and this has stuck with me, and, and I hope it stick with you. That in spite of, you always have to remember, but God. But God, the enemy might have meant it for evil, God turned it to good. But God. Psalms 18. Eighteen and seventeen, and and we're we're winding down with this. But listen, the Bible said he delivered me from my strong enemy, Amen, and from them which hated me, for they were too strong for me. Now, Shab- now Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they refused to bow down, some of the princes and the kings and all of those that were also in authority and power, they they were looking at them. They were checking them out. And when they didn't see them bow down, they went to the king. And told him immediately, it was nothing they could do because there had been a king order. And when the child made an order, uh, the king could not change it. Once it had been decreed, it could not be changed. And so they, uh, he said, the, the scripture says, they prevented me in the day of my claim, but God was my stay. Because of the commitment that they had, God is my stay. He brought me forth into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. God delighted in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He delights also in you because of your commitment unto him. The Bible said the Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. see, Your righteousness uh, has an impact on God. If you're going to impress anybody, impress God. Don't impress the the, the person next to you. If you impress God, you'll impress somebody else because they going to look and they going to wonder about you and your life you live and, and what they see about you and, and it opens the opportunity for you to tell them about Christ. Amen. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. Amen. According to the cleanliness of my hands have he recompensed me for I have kept the ways of the Lord. This is the testimony. And have not wickedly departed from them. Nebuchadnezzar spank and said, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It's because of their actions that he gave praise unto God. And because they, his servants, God servant was delivered because they trusted in him. That should be our testimony as well. We're going to trust in you. Lord, we're going to hold on to you. We're going to serve the God that I know and not another. The 29th verse says, therefore, make a decree that every nation, every people, tongue and language that speaks anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, that they be cut in pieces. Their houses made into dunghill because there is no other God that can deliver after this. sort. there's nobody else. You know, we sing that song. There is none like you, Lord. You know, I could search the world over throughout eternity and find none like you, that should be uh, always in our heart to know that there is none like the Lord. All right. Certainly, we thank and praise God. I'm going to, I'm going to stop with that this evening. I know that was a short exhortation, but to solicit your prayers. And matter of fact, we're going to, we're going to pray as we come to a conclusion. Of this and certainly we thank God again for those that are, are listening in and those that will be listening later and I again want to remind you the book of Jeremiah you want to read in the book of Jeremiah in order to understand exactly what is occurring why it's occurring mm-hmm. you know as we as we read on you'll see why I've already mentioned it once and, and I may come back with a bible class question Regarding that, so, so you want to remain in the book of Jeremiah. Yep. So, uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for this exhortation this evening. We pray and ask that you would bless your word, Lord God, and the hearers thereof keep our hearts stirred and stayed on you in Jesus' name. Lord God, we'll be careful to give you praise and to give you glory to honor you, Lord God, and to exalt you, Lord, above everything Lord Jesus, help our lives, Lord God, as we present ourselves as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto you, Lord God. For you said this is our reasonable service. Lord Jesus, help us to live in such a way that others see good works and glorify you. In Jesus' name,
0: amen. Amen.
1: Bless you, Lord God. Again, this is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church. Located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. Hope to see you soon. Until then, be blessed. And again, if you've been blessed by the message, remember to tell someone to type in SML. Just Google it, SML, inside the pages. It's going to come up on the different platforms. God bless you. Live safe. live holy.
0: Amen.
1: Bless you, Jesus. Nope, you're here.